Well, hello and welcome to the Sensibility Podcast. I have Cara back on again. Um, as if you've heard one of my uh, recent podcasts, Cara is a also a money coach from Savvy Wealth. And um, if you have been living under a rock, you may know that here in Sydney, we're in lockdown yet again. Um, and I know that the Melbourneites, you've been in lockdown a lot. So um, I'm sorry, I didn't probably do something like this sooner, uh, but it's it's been quite a challenge for many of us Sydney siders because of the freedoms we've had for such a long time and then all of a sudden mandatory lockdown and bunkered down and possibly for a good four to six weeks. So this was a good time to have a chat about sort of our mindset and ensuring that we're doing okay and we're sticking to our money goals. And one thing Cara and I were talking offline before was last year when we were in lockdown, I was expecting a lot of my clients to be saving huge amounts of money because they weren't going out and weren't traveling, all sorts of things, but that wasn't really the case. And in digging deeper, I found that there was, um, you know, statistically higher spending online shopping, higher spending with do-it-yourself um, projects around the house, so painting, more furniture, um, you know, all, all of those kind of things that actually are high-ticket items, um, maybe upgrading, upgrading the barbecue and laying the new lawn, all of those kind of things. But then there's also increases in online um, gambling, there's increases in spending um, with online things of menu log, Uber Eats, Jimmy Brings, Dan Murphy's. Um, increase if alcohol actually is quite a spike when in lockdown. So we're going to talk to you about how you can really stick to your goals and get sort of that mind over matter sort of theory happening and some of the techniques that we money coaches use to help people really become aware of their behaviours and some positive things that we can do to just keep you in check. So welcome again, Cara. Thanks so Thank much for coming you. on board. Great to be here, Annie. Thank you. Um, yeah, and looking forward to having a chat today about how we can all, you know, get through this next period of time, however long that is. Um, stick to our goals and, and really, you know, be kind to ourselves, but also move um, forward towards, you know, our financial freedom or financial independence goals, whatever they are for you. Absolutely. And I guess that's really what we've got to remember is keeping um, even maybe even creating vision boards. If some of you have time that uh, I find during lockdown, I have less time because I have uh, a family and I now we're going to be in Braden's home in a couple of days. We're going to be doing homeschooling and I have a toddler. So in some cases, some people don't have as much time, but if you do, maybe getting a vision board and actually all putting things up on your fridge and just physical reminders of the things you want to do are really good. Being really clear on that and having stuff um, to look forward to in the future as well and, and what, you're, what you're moving towards, you know, what your goals are, getting that clarity because if you do have the time, you know, like you just said, Amy, it's a great time to have those reflections and, you know, Am I actually living in alignment with my goals and values? Am I actually spending and earning money in alignment with my goals and values? And the space, you know, whilst it can be challenging, it also gives us that opportunity to really reflect um, in an environment where we have less external factors influencing us. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we spoke about, let's just sort of go to a topic of um, 
online shopping because that's a really easy one that you can get trapped into sort of go into the world it's like you know going down the rabbit hole of internet shopping um what I've got a few tricks and things up my sleeve for how to do deal with this I guess we've also got to understand what's going on in the brain and the body for us to sort of get in that space and find ourselves in in sort of the trance of putting things in the shopping cart <laughs> totally, totally and I mean we've all been there at, at one point or another but I really um I liken this um emotional spending it can be quite related to like say emotional eating or things that we do for other reasons so we're not online shopping because we actually specifically want or need that item it usually comes from boredom or anxiety or uncertainty or stress or there's an underlying emotion or feeling that we're trying to suppress um, and uh, distracting ourselves by online shopping to get that immediate like kind of quick dopamine hit Um, and then it's often you know felt with remorse or guilt later on um, and certainly you know in a lot of cases not meeting more medium to longer term financial goals so really look at you know am I bored right now is there something else that I could be doing you know am I anxious am I scared um, am I you know things are very uncertain so what's the underlying reason but then some tools to I guess interrupt that pattern to stop yourself is um, firstly don't online shop if you've had a glass of wine or a drink or multiple if you want to browse you know pop them in the cart or your wish list and wait 24 hours that's what I do that trick works a gem because that you've got the dope, it kind of was like getting a little bit of a rush. Woohoo, I've just done a bit of a shop. I've got a bit of a, a rush of putting things that I love and want and, you know, wish list into the cart. You get that, um, you know, dopamine, so dopamine surge, I should say, sorry. And then go away, have a cup of tea, get distracted, read a book or deal with family, whatever you need to do, forget about it. And when by the time I come back, I'm not interested in those items. I've actually thought about it and, and that guilt that you would have had when if you had bought is gone. Like that guilt then turns into actually more of a voice of reason for me. It's like you don't really need it. Um, how about how you have a look at the overwhelming um, bursting wardrobe that you've already got? That's usually what I have to do. Um, do a clean out. Do a, do a clean out. Do actually a regroup of what you've got. I, I've got this wonderful stylist, Jessica, who comes and does you know, repurposes my wardrobe. So why don't you do that and then actually go, do I really need these items and do a bit of an inventory if you've got the time? But, yeah, that's that's my trick, that going away for that 24 hours removes that feeling of remorse and guilt and instead it gets replaced with justification of to why I don't really need that and a bit of a relief. I felt good playing online and picking out those wonderful items um, but I really don't need them and now I'm, I'm released of that feeling. Yeah, and I think it's important to note as well, this isn't about coming from a lack perspective. If it's something that you truly love and you truly want, then that's absolutely fine. 
um, if it's coming from that place. But if it's coming from a, you know, um, oh my God, I can't have it, or I'm just buying a whole bunch of things to make me feel better, then to fill in the time to stop. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're bored. Um, yeah. Or, you know, looking for an escape from the environment and the situation that we're currently in. Yeah. And that's another thing, you know, you touched on is online shopping is one. It's also eating. Um, so we're all capable to, I mean, if you're not that great of a cook, there's Marley Spoons, there's, um, what's the other one? There's a few great resources that they can actually deliver your um, groceries and you end up saving money doing it that way and also having a delicious and healthy food um, that you're cooking yourself. But one thing I noticed last year was a huge surge in Uber Eats and menu log and whatnot when I'm looking at my clients' um, spending. So one of the things I do is a bit of a, a, a cash flow inventory for my clients. So I look at the last 90 days um, to ensure that they're on track with some of that and their banking process is, is sort of automated and working for them. And there were quite a few clients that did fall over during the lockdown period. And it was because they just sort of, you know, eating out or not eating out, they were eating in and also drinking more than they would normally and spending more than they would normally. So as you sort of said, don't um, don't do the online shopping when you've got a few wines and you know into you because you're not making the clearest decision either. But it comes down to again, uh, you know, why are we behaving this way? What's actually going on in our brains um, that cause us to actually completely lose sight of some of our personal goals, be it to be healthier or to save more money or to um, just be in more control of our financial position. Yeah, so I think, um, you know, on the subconscious level, um, we we show up and attract whatever we're feeling. In this moment, um, it's challenging for a lot of people to feel good right now. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I consider myself to be a fairly positive person. You know, I've definitely had moments where I've struggled over the last few weeks, you know, um, my travel plans have been thrown up in the air. I'm away from my family. You know, I can't see my friends. It, it's challenging for a lot of people right now. But what we need to actually do is focus on how we're feeling and what little things. I'm not talking about big, you know, things that are overwhelming, but, but what little things can we do to raise ourselves up the consciousness scale and raise our emotions and the closer we can get to feeling good, to feeling joy, to feeling happiness, the more our external reality is going to reflect that. So, so little things, you know, like we've had, we've been lucky enough to have amazing weather for most of this time. Go out and, you know, go for that walk in the sunshine. Um, when you start to feel you know, obsessively look at the news or look at numbers, stop yourself and do something that makes you feel good. Like put some amazing music on and um, have a dance or do a home workout or read a book or call a loved one or, you know, go and speak to a loved one if you're living with them. What can you do to interrupt and change those feelings? Because we can be somewhere 
right now and feel that in our minds from where we're sitting, wherever we are in the world right now. But the key is to actually truly feel that. Yeah. Yeah. It comes down to um, how we manifest and things like that. They always say when you actually uh, have a vision or desire, you need to actually feel that yeah. you're already experiencing what your desire. So you're putting and lining your body and your mind into that positive energetic framework. Um, so this you know, we talked about it offline before. This situation that we're facing is being, we all kind of go on lockdown. We're in, we're restricted. We're restricted because we're telling ourselves we're restricted. Yes, we're locked down. We're inside. Of course, it's physically, we are limited to what we can do um, to a point. Like we can't go to a restaurant. We can't go to the movies, can't catch up with friends, can't travel, just exactly what you said. However, are we, are we really imprisoned? No. Are we, um, you know, are we in a we in a really bad space? Most of us are. I mean, obviously, there's going to be people that are in a terrible relationship and they're stuck with the people that they don't really want to be with, and they've been escaping, going out and catching up with friends, and all of a sudden now they're stuck in the house. That's an unfortunate situation. The challenge here is now going and working on either, you know, skills like meditating. Um, sort of using your mind to actually escape the situation in a positive way and, and sort of a letting go of that feeling of being restricted and actually find the freedom in your in your own self and your own situation. And guess going for the walk. Um, when I like I like to walk when I'm walking and letting my mind go into sort of a bit of the zone, um, I sort of use that um, concept of meditating and uh, walking into my future. So I'm like walking in it, I'm walking in gratitude. I'm stepping, every time I take a step, I'm stepping into a place of gratitude and I'm stepping into a place of um, positivity and I'm, you know, I'm always looking for all the wonderful things that I can see around me. So if I'm near a park, I'm looking at the, the beautiful green leaves or the flowers or, you know, the sky and the differences. So it's, again, letting your mind actually be in charge of the situation. So an example of me not letting my mind be in charge of the situation was last night. I've been on this health kick for so long and everyone's eating beautiful roast dinner with potatoes and red wine. And I just went, ah, I mean, I'm in lockdown. I can, I have to do this and completely blew it. And then I got really upset with myself because I told myself, because I'm in lockdown, I'm going to throw this out, you know, out the window. So it's, yeah. it's just about really being aligned and being clear on what we want. So we can do that with our finances. We can do that with our health. We can do that with how we feel and be in charge of our emotions. Yeah, and I think it comes down to, you know, what we can and can't control. So obviously there are certain things right now which are outside of our control. And as challenging as it can be, we need to stop worrying about things that are outside of our control and focus on the things that we can control. So your example there, something that you can control. You know, you, you can't go out for dinner. We can't get on a plane and go to another state or another country, but we can control, you know, how we feel and what we eat and um, the things that we surround ourselves with right in this moment. Um, so it's really around, you know, differentiating what's in our control and what isn't and making a conscious decision, and it is a conscious decision, 
to focus on what you can control. Um, now, we also go back to, you know, our emotional home or what we've always done throughout our lives in times, in particular in times of crisis and in times of uncertainty like we're in right now. So it's a really great opportunity if you do have the time to focus on, you know, is that how you want to continue thinking and believing? And if it's not, you know, what can you do to learn about, to grow and develop? And, you know, can you start meditating? Can you start visualizing and, you know, getting into that feeling of what you are trying and wanting to attract into your life? This can be an absolutely amazing opportunity. And actually one exercise that I did uh, when we first went into lockdown last year, it was something that I got from Marie Folio, was listing out the reasons why this could be the best possible thing that could have happened. That's a great one. Uh, I actually was going to suggest another, when, when you started talking about this, another exercise is writing down and um, this is a, a good friend of mine Michelle gave me this um, Michelle Hoskins who's known as little Miss Wow in our industry from international standards she's a fabulous woman um, she created this sort of my a map basically of how you can really frame your future self and it's a great exercise and I'll actually put the link on this uh, after this podcast because if we've got the time it's important to one reflect about some of the past and understand our and, and actually see our behavior so I have thankfully been through the training to be a money coach and one of the biggest lessons I learned is that um, you know one our, our past does not have to define us but our past gives us the key to what we need to change if we want to change for the uh, for the better so looking at the past, yeah. we've got to see our patterns and our behaviours. And if you're sort of one of those people that as soon as you're told, no, you can't do that, you're going to break out to rebellion, being in lockdown is certainly going to be a massive challenge. So it's then about going, well, I know that that's a pattern, that's a behaviour, and as soon as I feel restricted, I do something, I, I do react. Okay, what is it that you want to change? In this case, being... You know, obviously, sensibility is all about um, finances and wanting to improve our financial position, but it doesn't need to be that. It depends, it can be anything. But if I'm going to use money as an example because we're just keeping to the topic of money coaching, you want to change um, your financial position and you know you're not going out to dinners and theatre and sporting events over the next, say, four to six weeks, potentially. Work out how much money you're thinking to save. And then sort of put that up on the fridge, put down some with visually, and then maybe go and do something like, because um, that's actually very achievable. You've got the time to do it. So when we're going to go and do the impulsive, impulse spending or the menu log or whatever the case may be, you've got a figure already worked out in front of you that you can go, I can actually achieve that. You know, the other, the other exercise is, you know, going to do that, What's, what do I really, who I really want to become? I know my past is this, but it doesn't define me. It's just teaching me what I don't really want, habits I want to change and who I really want to become. So that exercise that Michelle gave me was all of the areas spiritually who I want to be, mentally, um, 
from a career point of view, from a relationship point of view, from a friendship point of view, from um, a philanthropic point of view. So do I want to be giving in, into my community? Um, uh, and then obviously financial, what does that look like? And, and also have a goal date. It's important to set a goal date. So you might want to physically change your body over a period of time. It doesn't happen straight away. It's going to take time. So be realistic about when do I want to achieve that? And, and then go and find an accountability buddy. Don't do it on your own. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, you know, this is a great opportunity to go back and, you know, look at the last 90 days. What have you been spending? You know, where has your money been flowing? And is that um, in alignment with your values? And is that where you want your money to be flowing? And it, it also gives you a guide for now. And it's like, okay, well, this is what I did over the last 90 days. I know, well, let's hope it's not the next 90 days, but let's say the next um, little while. Um, is, you know, our lifestyle is going to look slightly different. Consciously, mindfully make a decision. Well, I'm going to have this amount or this percentage or this dollar amount that I can spend on Uber Eats and that's my treat for the week. Or um, And this is the amount of money I'm going to spend on shopping. So it becomes conscious and you're aware of what you're doing as opposed to it being mindless and unconscious because then we're actually making decisions that will move us forward and it gives you guide rails and goalposts and something to achieve, um, to, to work towards, you know, incorporate saving or even investment goals into that. And I, I know um, this was something that I did during lockdown last year was um, it was quite basic it was literally a, a circle and I ended up with um splitting eight because I think we were in lockdown for eight weeks um and I had a savings goal and I literally colored out colored in the section of that circle each week as I met that savings goal um but I I also allowed myself to have other things as well so it wasn't coming from a super restrictive manner it was coming from a very aware, conscious, this is the decision that I'm making around my flow of money right now. And that's a key thing to consider, the word conscious. (laughs) Successful, um, the successful process of money coaching is about the awareness and uh, and your consciousness. We, and we do touch a lot over the concept of neuroscience and how much of our decision-making is done subconsciously. And the on top of that, there's also what we're addicted to when we're making these subconscious decisions, sorry, we're making decisions subconsciously, where also our bodies are addicted to certain um, chemicals. So we might find ourselves... Um, you know, while we go online shopping, for example, if in the past we were impulse shopping outside or we were very social and needed to, and and someone called us and off the drop of the hat, we're out and about socialising, that releases sort of dopamines. We're addicted to doing something. We're we're driven. Our bodies are designed to be in fight and flight. And if we're used to, constantly being in a stress zone or a, a zone where our body's good, these feel-good um, chemicals, then we're constantly going to find those 
chemicals in other areas of our lives. So what's going to happen in lockdown is whatever you've been doing outside is going to continuously occur inside. So that's why we're talking about really being specific about your goals, being specific about what you want and being very conscious about it. And again, going back, looking at your past and looking at things and behaviours and patterns that you really do want to change and also being very clear about why. Nothing's going to actually go forward if you're not have that if you don't have that true conviction to what to why you want to make some changes. So you've got to really be ensure, be aware of your values and goals. And both Cara and I can can assist you or anyone who's listening or friends friends that you might be stuck with this. But it's once once you really get a clear, definitive um, understanding of what really makes you tick and really is going to drive you in the direction you want to take your life, it's quite an incredibly liberating experience. But the key and the first step is being conscious, consciously aware of all that you're doing and all that, and where you're heading. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I have read and heard of a stat that 95% of the time we're operating from our subconscious and our program. Scary. So, it is, but it's also an amazing opportunity because if we can reprogram our subconscious to be what we want it to be, to be in alignment with where we're heading and where we want to go, then that's super powerful. But we've got 20, 40, 50 years of programming that we need to reprogram. We need to reprogram that subconscious so we um, subconsciously believe that it's possible for us. And so our body is in that feeling as well. And it goes back to what we were talking about before where we attract how, like what we're feeling rather than what we're thinking. So we need to get back into the body and really feel. So I'll... I'll give you an example. If you um, are wanting to attract more money or more wealth into your life, how can you feel more prosperous? How can you feel that emotional what you feel when you have that money? Because if you're just thinking and feeling, I want more money, I want more money, then you're just going to stay in that um, vibration where you want more money. It doesn't actually come to you. How can you actually feel what it would feel like when you have that money? What emotions will you feel? You know, will you be smiling? Will you be joyful? Will you be happy? Does it enable you to do and really go to that moment and feel it? Um, one way I find really helpful myself to get into that kind of vibration is to go back and think about, you know, what are two times in your life that have brought you so much joy and happiness and mm. go back to that moment and feel it, like go back and really experience that again. What are two times in your life where you've felt really um, so much pride in yourself? Go back and experience those feelings again. What are you know, two moments in your life where you felt so much love? And again, go feel those feelings and you know thanks for gratitude what this does is it 
it starts to rewire our neural pathways. It starts to reprogram our thoughts and beliefs um, to higher emotions and, and a higher vibration. And when we're vibrating at a higher level, we attract more things. We attract better things because whether we like it or not, in every moment of every day, we're manifesting. 100%. We so consciously manifest what you actually want. Don't subconsciously manifest what you don't want. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I actually created a vibrational chart so that um, my clients can visually see um, where, when they're in a negative space, how that actually can physically and mentally affect them. But on a vibrational level, when they've got these, you know, great goals, yeah. how far away they are pulling themselves back from getting there because of that, that level of energy that can really bring you down. And then also bringing back to what I said is we are subconsciously addicted to certain um, chemicals that our bodies create and hormones our bodies create with emotion so if we can rewire and change that um, we then lose that addiction to those negative um, chemicals and become more addicted to more positive it's actually going to be a win-win-win-win-win-win-win situation not just a win-win it just has actually a compounding positive ramification to achieving not just money goals but in all areas of life I wanted to also add to what you said, Cara, in respect to um, when you're asking, wanting or wanting to manifest more money. Um, it's, you know, if we touched on really being look, looking at how much you've had in the past and like the last 90 days and going, okay, but because I was out and about doing this and that and the other, I won't be spending X and I'll be able to achieve this. But when one thing I find is if you have actually a reason, purpose and actually a clear outcome for what that is going to be look like so if you're going I want to be wealthy I want to have x amount of dollars in the bank I want to have uh, I want to be able to buy property I want to do this that and the other I want to be have these holidays really need to align again we talked about it before what the purpose is what does that look like along with how that feels be very specific not just I want more money why do you want more money how much money what are you going to do with it? And where's it going to go? Yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree. And um, we, we talked about this offline as well. And it's like, what do you want money to provide for you? So do you want more time freedom? Do you want location independence? Do you want to feel safe? Do you want to feel secure? Do you want to be able to provide a certain, you know, life? for your family, for your children, so, you know, they can have opportunities. What is it that you want it to, to provide you and help you achieve, I guess, but more from a, a feeling perspective? And when we drill down and get to that level, that's when it becomes endless to stick to the plan because it's not, oh, I want an investment property because everyone has one and that's like the cool thing to do or I want an SMSF because, you know, then I can talk to my friends, they've all got one. Like why? What? If, what how do you want to live your life and how is that going to help you achieve that? Yeah, 100%. I mean, one of the things, obviously, um, I'm in the game of financial planning and, and money coaching. So 
I see the good, the bad, the ugly, and and like the biggest challenge for most people who um, come to see me, either for as a money coach, and you probably agree with this, um, Cara, and you've you've sat uh, with both hats on as well, so you experience both roles, is that the desire is there, the motivation, one hundred percent is there, but what's lacking is strategy, actually knowing what the outcome really is, what what is the goal, what's the end goal. And you see a lot of people are earning great money and just throwing money over that way. Oh, I'll go and get an investment property. Oh, I might buy some shares. I'll just put some money in those ETFs. Um, I don't know what I'm doing my super. Oh, gosh, I've got four super funds because I haven't consolidated. It's all over the place. It can get really, really messy. So one of the exercises when you're going through setting money goals, do a bit of a recce on what you've got and where you are because sometimes people think they have got nothing. Um, but when you actually collect it all, it's quite impressive of what they've got. Absolutely. And another thing to do when you're looking at your worth and value and you might be feeling, feeling a bit down about yourself, maybe you've actually gone online, bought a crap load of clothes that you don't need and you're beating yourself up, just go and have a look at how much you've earned the last 12 months. Then think about how many years you've worked calculate all of that, not to give yourself a small heart attack. No, this is actually to look at, oh my gosh, I have actually worked X amount of years and accumulated in terms of experience, opportunities, um, lifestyle, this amount in money. And it could be in, in our dollars, it's, it's, if you've been working 20 years, it's definitely over a million dollars most likely for the average person. So when you think about it like that, you then change your game all very quickly and go, huh, if I have created by working just myself, what other great things can I do? So there's, yeah. love, there's so many wonderful tricks we can play on our minds to turn our attitudes around, turn our goals into realities. Totally. Um, absolutely agree. So, yeah, maybe we summarise the key points, um, key takeaways from today so I think there's two sides of it really the mindset side and then the actual practical side of um, you know practical tips of what to do so on the mindset side around really recognizing if you're spiraling or if you're in this um, really kind of lack and um, you know feeling down and it I'm not saying it's not okay to feel emotions but we can't kind of you know, unpack and live there, right? So feel the emotions. It's a challenging, uncertain time. But then, you know, what can you do to bring yourself further up that consciousness scale and, you know, further into joy because how we feel is what we're attracting and what we're manifesting. Um, and, you know, it's it's good to feel good. It's okay to feel good right now. Yeah, um, there's nothing wrong with it. It's yeah. As I said, it's going to be a win, 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 win. Yeah. if you are lifting your vibration exactly um so really you know look at that and what can you do to bring those small moments of joy or, or bigger moments of joy into your life right now um and then practically look at um you know what you have been spending over the last 90 days look at where you want to direct that money over the next say 30 60 90 days um, you know, what are your financial goals moving forward and why? Like try to really understand 
you know, what is it that you want your money to achieve for you? You know, is it freedom? Is it independence? Is it security? Is it safety? What is it? And once you get clear on that, the actual sticking to the plan is going to be so much easier. So, um, and then the, the online shopping tips, the, you know, no online shopping if you've had a drink or a few drinks and leave things in the cart for 24 hours to make sure that you're not doing it out of boredom or, you know, anxiety or stress that, you know, it may be 24 hours later and you're like, yeah, actually, I, I do still really want those items and that's completely fine. Absolutely. But it just adds that kind of pattern interrupt and that stop um, from from making decisions that you may later um, regret and that aren't moving you closer towards your ultimate goals. So I don't know if you've probably got a few other tips to add to that as well. Well, look, I think they're the crux of the key things that we came onto the podcast to really focus and talk on. And as you can hear, um, both Cara and I have, um, you know, bucket loads of tips and tricks and strategies that could really propel somebody from, um, you know, a basic financial goal to really kicking, kicking some big, amazing goals because, it, it really is about understanding our brains and, and um, there's some amazing strategies. So I, I, won't, I don't want to go into too much. I think we've given some really clear direction. The, the key thing is, you know, put, be visual, put some goals. You know, I, I'm a big believer in visual um, goals as well. Put something on the fridge. If you're like me right now, I've, I've been trying to lose baby weight from having my daughter last year. So I've been really on this massive health kick, not drinking or anything like that. So, um, you know, I have, um, you know, I haven't get, I'm going to, because I've actually said to my, to my family yesterday, do not offer this to me. Do not. Uh, so I've actually sent a message to everybody in my world so that they're on board, but I'm also going to put this little reminder on the fridge as well. When people are in the kitchen, it's not for me. Um, so same thing. If you are, you know, if you're by yourself or with family, explain to family what you're doing. If you're putting stuff on the fridge, cause they might go, what the hell is that? dollar figure about but if you're looking in 90 days and going I want to save all of this because I'm no longer going out for dinner and I spend $200 a week on at restaurants with friends and um, on cocktails then work out how much is that going to be for four weeks work out how much it's going to be in six weeks and work out a little treat for yourself that you will give or do so that you've got something to look forward to as well so that's the other case, you know, you don't want to be in a situation where you're restricting, restricting, restricting. You want to actually go, well, what's the game plan here? Why am I doing it? Well, I'm doing it because I want to build a portfolio. I'm doing it because I want a holiday. All of those things can be incredibly satisfying. Or you want to do that and also go on, you know, get a facial or go for a spa. Who knows? But it's it's your plan. It's your life. But hopefully, Cara and I have given you some some great tips and tricks that can get you on track to kick some financial goals and life goals uh, during this lockdown period. Yeah, so stay safe, everyone. Take care. Look after yourselves. Be kind to yourselves. But, um, it's also a great opportunity to um, to really reflect and perhaps you know choose to do things differently moving forward. Yeah. Excellent. And, and don't be a stranger. Reach out to both of us. We're both on social media. 
Um, I have two websites, Recap Advice, Financial Planning Business and then Sensibilities where my podcasts and online courses and webinars will be. We're just, that's under construction at the moment, but we also got, um, look, look out for that on Facebook and Instagram. And you can find me as Amy Baker in LinkedIn. Car is the same. You've got Savvy Wealth on Instagram and Facebook and you're on LinkedIn. So we can be contactable. You can reach out for um, reach out to us. Both of us do. Um, we both practice differently with money coaching. Um, Cara sort of does that full time, hands on approach. Um, so she does it differently to me. So if you are after sort of that kind of coaching, definitely reach out to Cara. Um, I sort of incorporate it more with uh, the, the financial planning piece as well. So anyway, hopefully we hear from you. I'd love feedback. Have a wonderful day. Take care and um, look after yourselves during lockdown. Oh, and we will do another series on this soon. Thanks, Amy. Thank you, Cara.